What's up, guys? Ryan Horn here, and welcome to the Extraordinary Man Podcast. This is the one and only podcast specifically designed to help married businessmen create more profit and purpose in their business without sacrificing their family, health, or marriage in the process. Each week, I interview some of the world's most extraordinary men, including seven- and eight-figure entrepreneurs, elite athletes, best-selling authors, and world-class speakers. Today, I'm going to be sharing my five-step Become Extraordinary framework, and I'm super excited to share this with you guys. This is a framework that I'm really proud of because it took me a long time, a lot of money to figure out and to learn, and I'm really proud to be sharing with you guys today. I've been really heavy into personal development for about the last eight years or so now, and I've traveled around the country going to conferences by just about anybody you could probably name, and I've been coached by some of the best of the best, been in super high-level masterminds with amazing people, and throughout all of that, along with starting multiple successful businesses, my wife is also an amazing entrepreneur. She has started multiple successful businesses as well, so through all of that, along with coaching hundreds of other people, I've noticed that there are patterns. There are patterns to success and there are patterns to failure. And so the five steps that I'm going to be sharing with you today are the five steps that I believe you need to follow if you want to become extraordinary in any area of your life. Now, you don't necessarily need to follow them exactly in order, but looking back at my own life, every time I succeeded at a really high level in any area of my life, whether it was in sports or in my business or with my health or anything else, I can look back and see all five of these steps. First, I'm just going to tell you what the five steps are, and then I'll go into a little bit more detail about each step. So step number one is clarity. Step number two is commitment. Step number three is coaching. Step number four is courageous action. And step number five is course correction. Now, they all start with C, as you probably notice, and that makes it way easier to remember. But let's jump in. So clarity is number one. And I believe there's several parts of clarity. Number one is you have to ask yourself, where am I right now? And you have to be completely, totally, brutally honest with yourself on this question. So where are you at right now? It doesn't matter where you're at right now. What matters is where you end up. But you have to know where you're at. Otherwise, you're not going to know how to get where you want to go. So where are you? And then you have to be really, really clear on what exactly is it that you want and why do you want it? All right, so I love using SMART goals. SMART is an acronym, stands for specific, measurable, aligned with your values, realistic, and time-based. So anytime I'm setting goals, anytime I'm on a coaching call, helping somebody new get really clear on what it is that they want, I always make sure that their goals run through the filter, the SMART filter is what I call it. So make sure they're specific, make sure they're measurable, make sure that they're aligned with your values, make sure they're realistic, and make sure they're time-based. Right, so that is number one. Number two is commitment, and I think there's three different parts of commitment, at least for me, there is. So, number one is accountability, number two is leverage, and number three is focus. So, accountability is incredibly important. If you want to get more done in less time, be accountable to somebody else that you care what they think about you, all right, somebody that you respect. Or better yet, the best kind of accountability you can get is professional accountability. So go get yourself a one-on-one coach or join a mastermind or something like that because most people, they try to be accountable only to themselves and it does not work out very well. It does not work out very well at all. And other people, they try to be accountable to their husband or their wife or to 
their best friend, which that's okay. I mean, it's better than trying to be accountable to yourself, but in the long run, it's not going to work out so good. I mean, it can be a good strategy to be to have some professional accountability and also be accountable to your your wife or to some of your friends, but having that as a main strategy usually doesn't work out so well. So that's accountability. Number two is leverage. There's only two reasons why anybody does anything. Either they are trying to avoid pain or they're trying to gain pleasure. And so if you use pain and pleasure as leverage, you will get way more done. So how do you do that? You add in consequences and it can be either negative consequences or positive consequences based on your actions and based on your results. So that can be extremely helpful as well. And then the third part of commitment is focus. And for me, focus is it comes down to daily habits. And I think there's three very important daily habits that I practice that help me stay really committed. So number one is my vision board. I have it literally on the wall right in front of me in my office. I'm looking at it right now. And I look at it every single day because every time I look at it, it reminds me of what I want. It reminds me of why I want it. And it keeps me committed. And the second part is my ultimate vision. So several years back, probably three or four years now, I wrote out my ultimate vision statement. And this is a continuously changing thing because my life is constantly changing, right? But essentially what I did is I broke my life into the major categories of my life. So my marriage, um, my relationship with my friends, my family, my faith, learning and growth, my business. So I broke it down into all of these different areas and then I wrote about a paragraph or so for each one of those areas of exactly what I wanted in that area and why I wanted it. And I also wrote out some declaration statements. So some I am statements that were powerful related to each one of those. All right, now I either will read that statement or I will listen to recording that I did of reading that statement every single morning. Now, I don't listen to it every single morning because I'm not perfect, but I try to listen to it every single morning. And when I do, I feel way more committed and I usually get more done that day. So that's very important as well. And then the last part of focus is something that I call my power questions. These are a series of questions that I ask myself every single day. I have them in Evernote and I have digital notebooks full of tons and tons of these questions because I do it literally every day. I miss some days from time to time, but these are the questions that I ask myself and I think this is really, really powerful to do. I teach this to all my coaching clients, all the guys in my mastermind, and they all love it. So question number one is, what are you grateful for? And I'll write down at least three things. And it could be anything. It could be a really big thing I'm grateful for. It could be a really small thing. Number two is, who do you appreciate? Again, I'll write down at least three things or three people, I should say three people that I appreciate and sometimes it is a complete stranger like somebody that held the door open for me or something don't even know their name sometimes it is my wife sometimes it's a different family member a close friend so I vary it up I, I don't do the same people over and over and over again of course my wife shows up a lot on that the third question is what are at least three achievements from the previous day I don't hold myself to just three things here I will literally write down whatever I can think of and I don't do just the giant huge things either because I know that success is built off of success. So the more you can remember all of the great things that you got done the previous day, and I can promise you, even if you think that you didn't get a ton achieved the previous day, 
that you probably did a lot more great things than you realize. We tend to, as humans, we tend to focus on the negative way more than we focus on the positive. So this has been a, a really great thing for me to focus on my achievements. And then the fourth question is, what were at least three special moments from the previous day? So I will try to pick out a moment in time that was really awesome. So it could be my wife and I were on a walk and she said something funny and we both were like laughing hysterically for no reason. That would be a special moment, but it can be anything. And again, I don't limit this to just three. A lot of times I'll have like seven or eight, sometimes more special moments from one day. So that's really cool just to remember that. And then the fifth question is how can I make Brittany feel loved today? And if you're married, this is one of the best questions I think you can ask yourself every single day to be intentional, to make sure that you are making your marriage a priority. So that's a fantastic question. And then the last question that I'll ask myself is, what are my top three outcomes for the day? So even if my entire day goes sideways, not the way I want it to, if I get these three things done, it was a successful day. Those are the three parts of focus and accountability, leverage, and focus are the three parts that lead to more commitment. So very important there. And the third step in the five-step Become Extraordinary framework is coaching. And to me, I look at coaching as there's two types. There's active coaching and there's passive coaching. So for passive coaching, I think of things like books, courses, or even listening to a podcast like this. Because if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're getting coaching from me. I'm giving you some some great strategies. All right, if you read a book, somebody took five, 10 years to write that book, you're getting great strategies from them. You're getting coaching from them in a way, right? But it's passive coaching because there's no interaction back and forth. You can't speak to them. You can't go ask them a follow-up question. So that's why active coaching, I believe, is incredibly important. And you need both of them. But active coaching is like when you're in a mastermind and they're doing a hot seat, a Q&A session or something like that. Or it could be at a live event where they're doing a Q&A session. Or it could be group coaching that you're part of. And the ultimate coaching, I believe, is one-on-one coaching. That's the highest level of coaching. And the bigger the goal is that you're going after, I believe the higher level of coaching that you need. That is step three, coaching. Step number four is courageous action. And this is really where the rubber meets the road, right? It's great to have clarity and commitment and coaching, but if you don't take courageous action consistently, then I can promise you, you're not going to get the results you're after. So courageous action is where it all comes together. And by the way, courage does not mean that you're not scared. It means you're scared, but you do it anyway. So what I've found with myself as well as my coaching clients, if you're not taking consistent courageous action for whatever reason, most likely you need to go back to steps one through three and really dig into those because you probably are either not clear enough on exactly what it is that you want and why you want it, or you're not committed enough, or you don't have high enough level of coaching. You know, you're trying to become a millionaire by just reading a book, probably not going to work out so well for you. So that's courageous action. And the reason I call it courageous action is because if you're going after a big goal, something worthwhile, I can promise you there's going to be a point in time where you need to take courageous action because there's regular action and there's courageous action. Courageous action is the stuff that you don't want to do, that you keep putting off, that you keep procrastinating on. It's the thing that you're scared of for whatever reason. You're scared because you're wondering, oh man, if I take this courageous action, what if I make the wrong decision? Or what will people think if I make a Facebook Live? Or whatever. So there's usually some type of fear involved there. But if you do a great job on steps one through three, 
it will be much easier to take courageous action. I can promise you that. And then step number five is course correction. And this honestly can be the most difficult step for people. And the reason why is because of their expectations, especially if you're a brand new entrepreneur and you've never, you haven't been in this world for very long. And I would say even more so if you're coming from the corporate world or from being an employee for a long period of time and you're stepping into entrepreneurship, people have expectations that, okay, well, if I do steps one through four correctly, then why would I need to do course correction? Like it should work, right? But the fact of the matter is that the first time you do anything, you're not gonna be great at it. And you're most likely not gonna crush it your first go around in entrepreneurship, the first time you try something. And I love to use the analogy of a baby learning to walk. When a baby is learning to walk, they don't just stand up for the first time ever and just start walking around, no problem, right? A baby gets up and they try to walk and they fall down. And they get up and they try to walk and they fall down over and over and over again. But eventually, they start learning. They start gaining experience. And when you gain experience, you don't make the same mistakes twice, usually. Sometimes you gotta make them three or four times. But eventually you learn, right? And it's just like that baby. Eventually, the baby has tried it enough and they're walking around, right? That's why almost everybody in the world can walk because their parents didn't give them just, okay, you got five tries to walk. If you can't walk after the fifth try, you know what? We're just gonna say, you're not a walker. Of course not. If you're a parent, you're like, my kid is gonna walk, period, right? And if you have that attitude with your business, you will be successful. There's no doubt about it. It's just a matter of time. Course correction, very important. When an airplane is flying, as an example, if an airplane is flying from LA to Hawaii, they have to constantly make course corrections on the flight because if they didn't, the winds would blow them way off course. They would literally be hundreds of miles off course. They would be nowhere near Hawaii, but they're constantly checking where they're at and they're making these little micro adjustments, these little course corrections, which is why you end up in Hawaii and not the middle of the Pacific Ocean. So those are the five steps. Again, I'll go through them quickly. So number one is clarity. Number two is commitment. Number three is coaching. Number four is courageous action. And number five is course correction. Guys, thanks so much for joining me on another episode of the Extraordinary Man podcast. Do you want a free one-on-one business accelerator coaching call with me personally? Go to aoemen.simplecast.com and click on the free coaching tab at the top. I've specifically set aside five spots for listeners of this episode, and they're available on a first-come, first-served basis. Again, to take advantage of this exclusive and limited-time offer, go to aoemen.simplecast.com now. Until next time, remember to go out there and become the man you were created to be. I'll see you on the next episode.